episode of Making a Martini. I am your host, Caleb Figgles, and it has been, uh, I don't know, a few months since my last episode. (laughs) Um, September 20th was my last episode, so quite literally three months as of tomorrow. I'm recording this on the 19th. Uh, so my sincere apologies to all my listeners and fans out there. Um, now, I have done additional guest appearances on other people's podcasts. However, uh, most recently, I was on um, Hey Sis, Eat This, which is a hilarious podcast available on all platforms, hosted by Courtney and Whitney, who are two amazing women who love to drink, host parties, and most importantly, cook. And they literally found my podcast by searching for the word martini, I believe. And then they reached out and we decided to make a connection and do an episode together. And what was really cool was that um, actually my brother and mother got to be on that episode. And they haven't been on a podcast in a while. My mom was on the Mother's Day episode and my brother was also on that episode at the end. And then he was also on the Password game that we played. I forget what season that was, but it was, I think it was this one. I don't know might have been last year who's to say so anyway that was really sweet um and i don't believe uh the episode of hey sissy this has even dropped yet but um trust me when it does i will be posting about it everywhere Uh, but anyway i am back for a final few episodes of season four uh, and and the year Um, i'm hoping to be posting two or three more episodes before the year is over um in fact, after this episode, I'm going to be recording a second episode, so there should be two dropping at the same time. And hey, maybe a few songs, you know, slash musical episodes coming up just to sort of end the year. I always try to do a little song at the end, but who's to say? <laughs> who's to fucking say? Uh, but to bring us to current and into the end of fall and beginning of winter, I want to do a slightly more serious solo episode. It's been a while since I've done a a solo slash on the topic of, you know, episode. And honestly, one of the biggest reasons that there hasn't even been an episode in so long is that I definitely went through some severe, severe burnout, um, which is very common this time of year. Um, And when you add in like seasonal depression and and stuff like that, well, this was just (laughs) really just a recipe for disaster. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about something that I learned to be called seasonal burnout, which I just referenced, um, or seasonal affective disorder, the acronym of which is literally S A D. Sad. You can't make this shit up. Um, but the biggest factor into this idea you know that 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 plays into it the the you know the thing that that affects seasonal affective disorder the most um is your favorite topic in mine daylight saving time which if you haven't listened to my episode on daylight saving time uh definitely check it out as i talk about what it is why it's fucking stupid and why we should get rid of it um it's season 2 episode 7 so listen to it i have a lot of i have a lot of passion for this topic <laughs> Uh, so check it out. Um, but anyway, I digress. So daily saving time, you know, the nights get longer, the days get shorter. It's one of those times where, you know, if you work a standard nine to five or, you know, 
eight to four, whatever it is, whatever your shift is, you know, you're waking up while it's dark outside and you are leaving work while it's dark outside. You know, you enter the the major holiday season, which depending on whatever you celebrate, you know, right? Like you've got, you know, there's Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah and Ramadan and Kwanzaa and, you know, just like all these things. And, you know, like who the fuck decided that all these events needed to happen within the last two months of the year, you know? I hope they got herpes. Um, But anyway, you have all of those things just sort of like piling on top of another and then let alone the time change. But, you know, the holidays as well. And, and, you know, I know it's not just me out there, but, you know, holidays can sometimes get a little depressing, you know, for some. And I don't really dive uh, into my personal life a lot on here, unless we're talking about sex or my brief, my brief stint in, in the, in the big house. Uh, but the holidays can honestly be a, a little sad and it's always, it's, 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 it's always just a rough time for me. I know for my brother, we, we talk about this a lot, you know, Christmas in particular, I don't really give a shit about Thanksgiving. I think that it's just a bullshit holiday. It's like you spend so many hours prepping for a meal that takes 30 minutes to eat. Like it's, 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 it's a fucking scam. It's a scam is what it is. Um, but yeah, Christmas and Thanksgiving, those are the only two holidays I really celebrate. But Christmas is always like the difficult one. Um, and honestly, y'all, this year has been <laughs> the worst. <laughs> the worst to date. Man, and Christmas was such a huge time for my family, right? Like we did the whole thing. We did you know, a ton of presents. We did brunch served in chafing dishes. Like it was like catered. It was this whole immaculate ordeal. And now that my family isn't together anymore, which I mean, by the way, that, that was like, (laughs) they weren't together anymore in like 2015. So this isn't new. Um, But this year just has been absolutely killing me. And I don't, I, I truly, like, I'm not sure what it is. I, it's like, I can't like quite climb out of this little seasonal depression hole that I've sort of dug myself into. I don't know. And and just to be clear before anyone gets all weird and is like, do we have to reach out? <laughs> um, I'm fine. I'm like, I mean, this isn't a cry for help. I'm not going to do anything to myself. Like I'm perfectly happy. I love myself way too much. Um, but I've actually had some really wonderful things happen this season so far um and some really big news that i can't quite um announce (laughs) just yet on this episode uh but just know there are some big things coming for making a martini and and you know what just kind of caleb figgles in general um but in regards to this season if anyone else out there is finding the the seasonal affective disorder to be you know kicking their ass this year baby you are not alone um, but why, you know, why is this stupid thing even a thing? So seasonal affective disorder wasn't actually a medical, a medical term until, uh, 1984 when it was first mentioned in a medical journal. And in 1984, it was estimated that around 25 million Americans are affected by this with 11 million of that 25 million suffering from chronic seasonal defective affective disorder and that's a fucking lot that's a lot of fucking people um and now today it is estimated that one in ten adults are dealing with it so that's a lot of people 
you know, and some don't even know it. Some, they just think they're have like, quote unquote, having a bad day or, you know, they'll blame it on some other factor in their life that is actually additionally probably due to seasonal affective disorder. Uh, so, so what factors, you know, sort of go into this? Um, and a huge one is sleep, you know, which is majorly affected by daylight saving time. Whenever the, you know, the time changes, our bodies have trouble transitioning into the new daylight and nighttime hours, which ultimately goes into affecting our biological clocks and our serotonin and melatonin levels, which is huge. I mean, those are giant mood elevators or de-elevators? Is that a word? A de-elevator? Whatever. It sounded good. Um, but, you know, the, 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 the sleep and the time change, like, completely have a devastating effect on all of those things for people, no matter which time. I mean, daylight saving time happens twice, right? It happens both times. Um, it's just, fortunately, the one in the spring is that you get more daylight, which kind of helps, whereas in the fall um, slash winter, you know, you get less daylight, and less daylight leads to less serotonin and melatonin. So, you know, whatever. Um, another big factor is sort of the work-life balance. Uh, you know, certain workforces in the world become incredibly busy at the end of the year. Um, you know, and I'm talking like retail, corporate, whatever, you know, and like me personally, I work in HR, which is, you know, this time of year is when we get into insurance and, and open enrollment, blah, 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 blah. So, actually at this time, I would like to thank all of the employees in my company for making my life incredibly easy during this time of the year by being on top of your own shit and making open enrollment a smooth sailing for me. So, uh, but yes, employees during the end of the year, you know, sort of stretch feel, they feel overworked, underappreciated, disrespected. And I can fully relate, you know, after not now, but after my time sort of spent working at, at Apple, Jesus, you know, I spent five years there and, you know, the managers are all trying to make their end of the year bonus and, you know, customers are just straight up cunts. And and like, and and listen to me now, if you are a shitty customer and you know, if you are like, you know, if you're a, a, a piece of shit customer, you know, people, people in general know how to act and they know what is right and what is wrong. And customers who act up and think they can just get away with whatever the fuck they want because they're making a scene, then fuck you and you know who you are. But anyway, you know, treat people in the retail industry and, 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 and the food industry, food service industry with the respect they deserve. I mean, I've been in those shoes as well, but treat them with respect. They are just trying to make a living and they shouldn't have to be subjected to your shitty attitude because you're a twat. Okay. Because it will just bring them down into this sort of seasonal depression even more than they probably might already be because they're working in retail or food service because that's not their actual dream in life. You know, and how dare you do that to people? So, you know, go suck an egg. But again, work is a huge factor. (laughs) So, so how do you know if you have seasonal affective disorder? Um, Well, here are a few things to look for. Uh, feeling depressed most of the day, nearly every day, losing interest in activities you once enjoyed, and your work, 
this is me. I, as I said, it's been three months since I posted an episode because I just haven't had the energy or the will or desire to like even attempt to put a plan together. Like it is, I, I've like made like a few, I've like sent a few text messages. I've reached out to a couple people. I've had a few ideas, but then I just like don't, I don't make any movement with it. I don't do anything. And I just, you know, just let it keep going and going because it was just easier to not do it than it was to actually do it. So, um, feeling like you have low energy, that you're sluggish or agitated. Well, I mean, I'm agitated most times, so we won't connect that. <laughs> um, having problems with sleeping, including trouble falling asleep and or oversleeping. This was huge for me. I went through a solid like three week period where I would go to bed at a reasonable hour and I would just lay in bed. Like looking up, I would try, you know, you do the thing where you try with the TV on, with the TV off, with a certain amount of blankets, with no blankets, with this one blanket, you know, with different, you know, you try pajama pants, pajama shorts, you try all these things and it just does not help. And so you just cannot fall asleep to save your life. Um, sorry, I'm looking at my list of, of symptoms. Um, experiencing changes in your appetite or weight, especially a craving for foods high in carbohydrates. I can talk. Um, you can have physical symptoms, including, you know, headaches, stomach aches, or intestinal issues. I always have intestinal issues. I'm pretty sure I have IBS. You know, sometimes you gotta shit. You gotta shit. Um, Having difficulty concentrating or being creative. Hello. Feelings of hopelessness, worthlessness, or guilty. Wow, that I literally copied a list from a website of symptoms just because I didn't want to have to retype them and they did not fix the tenses. So I'm going to try that again. Feelings of hopelessness, worthlessness, or guiltiness, I guess. Uh, declining quality in your work. That's hard to pinpoint. So if you're at your job or, you know, whatever it is that you might do and you're just like, whatever, it doesn't matter. The quality goes way down. Losing confidence in your work and ability to reach goals, um, and, uh, avoiding work-related tasks and quote unquote necessary activities such as showering or laundry. Um, I mean, at least I, I will say never lost the urge to shower sometimes twice a day is what I need. Um, and then again, having frequent thoughts of death or suicide. I don't know why I said again, I didn't mention that before. And just to get this out there now, if you or anyone you know is having feelings of death or suicide or any of those sort of dark thoughts, please reach out to the proper channels, whether it be friends, family, um, or the suicide hotline. You can literally dial 988 and speak with someone almost instantly. So if, if, if that's the position that you're in, please do one or all of those things because um, it's super important. Um, but those are all things to look out for You know, when it hits this time of year. And you might just not be feeling yourself, you know? And again, like I said, you are not alone, right? There are so many people right now that are going through this. My biggest clue was the lack of interest in creating any more episodes for this podcast. Like I said earlier, I was like, I just have no desire to continually do this. And luckily I have a, a, a wonderful friend who, who pushed me and helped me to see that this is something that I love and I've, I've, I always enjoy it. And even now that I'm doing it again, like I'm actually behind the microphone and yeah, it might just be me. 
But just being back behind the microphone and, you know, sort of doing my research for this topic and, and, you know, having my setup here, like, I just, I feel, I feel better. I feel good. Like, this is something that I enjoy and I just haven't, you know, pulled the trigger on anything. Um, you know, it's been three fucking months since my last episode. Uh, but I mean, a, a huge thank out or thank out, thank you and shout out, uh, to that friend who helped me sort of get get over that hump. And I think one thing that we should definitely acknowledge is that there's been a major spike in the amount of people affected by seasonal affective disorder due to COVID. And yeah, I know that that it really was like a 2020 thing, but man, like people are still, I mean, it really set people back in with their mental health sort of in general, let alone having seasonal affective disorder or seasonal burnout or seasonal depression, whatever, whatever it is you want to call it. Um, and they just, you know, haven't had time to recover. Um, and so, you know, we get to this point again and it's like, Oh Jesus, here we go. Um, uh, so what, 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 what can you do? Right. There are a few things that you can do to help come or help, uh, combat seasonal affective disorder. And of course, you can always seek out mental health professionals. And you know, that really goes for any time of year. I am fully supportive of therapy for whatever you might need help working through. As we get older, life only gets harder. And that's unfortunately the way it's supposed to be. (laughs) You know, the older you get, the more responsibilities you have. Um, And it can become overwhelming at times. You know, why go through all of that alone, you know? So you can absolutely get therapy during this time of the year. And then, hey, maybe you find out you like it so much that you stick with it. I mean, trust me, my therapist has gotten an earful over the past couple of months. But um, what else can you do if you aren't a fan of therapy? There is always light therapy. Um, Due to the nature of daylight saving time, daylight hours are limited So try to get as much exposure to daylight as you can, you know, the sun, it helps. Um, And if you, you know, you can't, maybe your job limits you, maybe it's too fucking cold because it is fucking cold (laughs) outside. Uh, They have like these different like light lamps that help recreate the effect of daylight to sort of like, you know, check your mind and and stuff. Um, Other, you know, things that can help include uh, just not being too hard on yourself. And y'all, that is huge. Don't brush off the fact that you aren't feeling yourself. You know, acknowledge your feelings. Be in touch with them. You know, I know we live in a world where, you know, having feelings, especially for men, and I don't want to, you know, be sexist or anything, but like, you know, men are supposed to be seen as the strong, you know, can do anything type. And, you know, it, if you if if you show feelings as a man, it's seen to be um, or perceived to be you know quote unquote weak, but it's not. It's human and it's fucking brave, is what it is. And I have Ted Lasso to thank for that. So um, other things, you know, watching and keeping a well balanced diet, uh, trying to stay as involved as possible with the things that you enjoy. Again, this is a huge one for me. God damn it, Caleb, keep podcasting. You. S- stupid slut. Um, you know, keep your social battery up as much as, as you can allow. Right. Uh, and engage in good self care, you know, do a face mask, 
Take relaxing baths. Get many petties. Whatever floats your boat. Okay. And remember, this doesn't just last in December. I know this episode is coming out in December, and it's like, oh, we hit the end of the year. We're going to be through the holidays. No, this goes through all of winter. That is, like, again, daylight saving time. It fucks us all raw with a sandpaper dick. Um, and we, we haven't even hit the darkest day of the year yet, you know, but, um, but keep your hopes up. <laughs> we made a transition into that, you know, seek help if you need it. Follow the simple guidelines I just talked about. Um, you know, all of that, all of that. It, this is a rough time for everybody. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you always get through it, but wouldn't it be better to get through it and be a little bit happier than just get through it and be miserable? So, um, I know that's not the most cheery way to come to the end of the episode, (laughs) especially this close to Christmas. Uh, so I feel like we need to end on a high note. Okay. Um, so I will make my very first announcement. Making a Martini will be having its very first benefit concert next year. This is 2024. Uh, we are looking at raising money, uh, with a special little concert called Pittsburgh Does Divas. And it will be exactly what you think, (laughs) okay? I am going to assemble some of my most talented friends in the Berg, and we are going to be giving you selections from Cher, Barbara Streisand, Brittany, Madonna, Christina, Judy Garland, and, of course, the legend, the queen, the icon herself, Miss Celine Dion. Okay? Okay, girlfriend? (laughs) Uh, now, of course, names and dates and uh, locations are to come, but it is going to happen wherever it's going to happen, whenever it's going to happen. So, I don't know. Use the joy of that to get you through your seasonal affective disorder. Um, and I think that's about all I have for you guys on this episode. Uh, <clears throat> like I said, I'm literally about to record another one, so hopefully we have some content coming out for you this week to try and make up for my absence. Uh, so yeah, if you are a fan of making a martini, please tell everyone, you know, don't tell them about the three month absence because that will make them not want to listen. Uh, but just let them know, you know what we're doing, what we're about. And, uh, hopefully we can spread some word, get some ratings and reviews and, and all that fun shit. Um, if you, uh, would like to, receive the benefits of being a fan of making a martini making martini is an instacart affiliate if you have not yet signed up for instacart you can follow the link in this episode's notes or in my instagram or facebook or website bio and follow the link on instacart to sign up and you will get a free delivery on your first order of over 30 dollars uh again once you sign up Um, Or if you would like to just donate to Making a Martini, we have a link in our notes and online to the Buy Me a Coffee link where you can uh, log in. You can donate, I believe it's between $1, 3 and $5 or a specific amount. If you'd like to just, you know, donate a thousand, you can do that. You can donate a thousand coffees or a thousand martinis. That's what it's going to go to, you guys. I'm just being honest. And I feel like my listeners would appreciate that type of honesty. So, uh, you can do that as well. Um, I think that's it. You know, stay tuned. We're coming up on the end of season four. Uh, and like I said, there are more things to come, more announcements to be made. And I will try to make all of those, uh, within the next two weeks. Cause that's literally all we have. Uh, 
Thank you so much again for listening. This has been Making a Martini Up, Dry, and Straight to the Point. Cheers. Cheers.